UFC welterweight Randy Brown. Thank you so much for the time. Um, I see you got the green screen. You got the whole setup now. The last time I talked to you, you were thinking about doing it, and now you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, you gave me honestly. I credit that to you because you you told me to go ahead and do it, and it's like I want to. I kind of felt like I was half-assing it, and you were like, "Hey, it doesn't have to be big. Just do it. Just start it." Is the most important part, right? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you know, fuck it. Let me just go ahead and just get it done. So I started it, and then coronavirus and the fucking quarantine and all that. I just was like, all right. It just led me into a rabbit hole. Gave me the full time to actually really do it the right way. So, yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Well, how's it going, man? How's the Twitch streaming and all that stuff? All right, it's going. <laughs> you know, it's going. It's uh, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. I uh, I've been. I've been doing like a show now. I do like a podcast. I was just doing a podcast. Uh, I see you in there from time to time. Uh, I did. I did. Uh, I'm doing like a a fight reviews called the Rude Views that I do on Twitch. Um, what else? A lot of shit, man. A lot of shit. Now I'm on. Now I'm on YouTube documenting. You know, getting ready, preparing for the fight. You know, under quarantine and all that shit. So yeah, it's a good time. Definitely a good time. All right, I wanted to get into that. You know, your vlog series that you're putting mm -hmm. up, uh, Real Rude. Uh, what's up with that Asian dude at the fish market, man? Like, what is he saying to you? I don't understand what he's talking about. But you're just like I'm looking at him, smiling <laughs> at him. I don't know, but that's my guy, though. That's my guy. He 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 speaks straight Japanese to me every time. I never know what he's saying, and I'm just I'm just like, yo, yeah, man. <laughs> but that's my guy, man. That's my guy. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, it's good times, man. Um, I'm glad you're doing those uh those vlogs, man. It's always good when uh fighters give uh you know a little peek into what they go through, man. Because I feel like fans need to know, even if they're not a fan of you particularly, you know, they mm -hmm. could maybe come across it and kind of see who you really are and what you go through for sure for sure and it, and it, it humanizes us in a way you know because a lot of times people kind of just look at us as entertainment you know and getting a peek in my life and my family life and you know what it what i do to get ready and you know just to hear me talk to the camera and share certain things with you guys it, it puts a different kind of perspective on you know the combat warrior and also um you you show the side your Jamaican side you know like when you're, yeah, when you're yeah. speaking the, the you know with the Jamaican accent and everything I I was kind of yeah, surprised yeah. by that I didn't I never heard you do that until that vlog series oh no that's honestly I just speak to you when I speak to you guys I talk like this when I'm on a on a podcast I talk like this but for the most part I'm talking patois man when I'm with the family you know I'm speaking patois for the most part you know my my siblings and you know my friends and all that so <laughs> yeah, I would like to see you like do that. You know, speak that, you know, Patois, is that how how, how you say yeah, it? Patois. I would like to see you do that, man, in interviews and, and even, I think, your post-fight you guys wouldn't know what I'm saying. In the cage. You wouldn't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know what I'm saying, man. So, so I, I did one time in the octagon, and, and uh, after a win early as my debut, and uh, Joe Rogan looked at me, he was like, well, all right, brother. <laughs> like, he had no clue what I said. And I was like, all right, so that's going to be tough. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> all right, all right. But yeah, man, you know, we just represent, represent Jamaica also representing Jamaica Queens, you know, so just I, it, the blog gives people a chance to see me of who I really am because I'm very private. I've always been very private. But now I feel like, you know, I need to break out of that and just kind of fuck it. Just show the world who I am and who I actually am. And, and people always say, bro, you have such a big personality. People will love you, man. You should put yourself out there more. And I always was like, oh, I don't know. And then now I'm doing it. Now I'm doing it. So here we are. All right, man. Well, you do have the, the platform now. You're growing. Your star is growing. You're 
uh, your, I guess your your profile is getting bigger. So it's time to do it, man. Now let's talk about uh Vicente, man. After the cancellation, uh, Vicente actually took a fight and beat Nico Price. Were there conversations to fight someone else, or was it always Vicente? It was always Vicente. It was always Vicente. Honestly, the conversation of fighting someone else was between me and my my team, but uh. I was actually shocked that he decided, you know, he got the fight, he fought, he, he's in top 10. I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, he's going to try to fight up rather than come back to fight me. And honestly, hats off to him because he didn't have to. But I went on Twitter right after his fight, you know, and I, I mentioned him, you know, added him and said, hey, we got some unfinished business, you know, and he ignored it. So I thought he wasn't really going to, you know, but then, you know, man, he's a warrior. I said this in every interview. I know he's a warrior. He's a man of his word. He's a man of moral. So. You know, he did what he's supposed to do, and he 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 kept his word, and, and now we're going to run it back. So I appreciate that. The the corona situation in your area, how is it right now? Um, It's hard. It's hard, you know what I mean? It's not easy, but we're making do and making it work, doing what we got to do. So how much has it affected the the training camp, actually? Like, what, what is the balance of actually going into the gym or even just doing your workouts at home? What is What's going on with that? I'm in the gym. I'm in the gym, but uh, mostly at home. But I'm in the gym when I can be in the gym. You know, uh, it's open for, you know, for the, the athletes, the pros and all that. We're making it happen. But not as much as it should should be, but, but we're doing what we need to do. You know what I mean? I, it's, this is where, you know, where I feel my experience will kick in. You know, this is where the time I've spent, the time I've been a professional athlete, I can't always rely on my coaches and, you know, people around me. This is where I have to dig deep and focus on me. I have to get up, go get the job done go run, you know, go do my cardio. But again, I also have a great team and a great, you know, set of support group around me. I have good people around me. So they they help me, you know, they help me and they show up when I need them to show up. So whether it be in the backyard, whether it be, you'll see the vlogs, we in the backyard a lot doing work, you know, whether it be, you know, at the gym at night, sneaking in, getting in an hour or so, everybody's with me. So we get it done. We make it happen. I see you, you, you do the old school, you know, you, you put the ice in the, in the bucket and, and yeah. dip yourself in there compared to like other guys. Now, you know, they're doing the cryo chambers. Have you done that or is it just better for I you? Did to the do cry- the it doesn't work for me. I don't think mm-hmm. it works for me. There's nothing going to, that's not, what are you going there for? Like a couple minutes? Like it's not, it's not as cold as the ice. I guarantee it's not as cold as the ice. That's just that new, that's just some fluff. They just hit you with some fluff. You know I mean? It's cold. It works, but bro, no, you want to get in there and feel that cold on your skin, that cold wa- ice, cold water on your skin. And, it gives it puts you in a place, you know, mentally. It just is it, it makes you it makes you tougher and it makes you focused. And it's just a place I feel like personally, I talk about it in the blog. I feel like personally I have to do that. It's something I've been doing. And I have to do it in order to, you know, keep myself in that remind myself of what it is. This is not easy, you know, and kind of keep me in that dark place, you know? So I me personally, I like to do it that way. Nothing against the fluff and the other one, but I like to do this one. <laughs> Well, you know, training is not ideal. Did you ever consider going out of state and doing your camp, kind of moving yourself somewhere where it's a little bit more lenient? I did. I did, honestly. Um, I actually, I thought about going to New Zealand. You know, not New, yeah, New Zealand, actually. I thought about going to New Zealand. Only thing is night is day and day is night. So that would have been weird for me. You know, hard for me to pick up initially. But again, you know, with a fight like this, I think it's my first fight breaking into the top 15, you know, a strong, tough opponent like this. I wouldn't want to do this without my coach. 
I wouldn't want to do this without the guy that that I started this with, you know? So I feel like a fight like this, you know, maybe the next fight and you see where things are, you know, I'll maybe do a camp out there. But for this one, I, I felt like I had to just try to, we, we're going to make it work. So we tried our best to make it work here. So did you talk with uh, City, City Kickboxing? Is that who you, who, who did you? <laughs> How'd you know? I said New Zealand and you said City Kickboxing. How'd you know City Kickboxing? Um, no, I did. I said, well, I spoke to Stylebender, you know, me and him had a conversation and he said, you know, anytime more than welcome to come down. So I was looking forward to doing that, you know, because that's a guy that, you know, he's uh, motivated me a lot, you know, just all the, from the things that he's accomplished, um, being, you know, with the similar fight style and the way that he fights, you know, so I really like that. So I decided, you know, maybe I can go up there and pick up some things and it would be a good, good chance for me to, you know, just learn and do well over there, you know, learn some new things, add some new tools to the toolbox. Definitely, definitely. Now with Vicente, you know, he fought Nico. How did you think he looked against him? I thought he looked great. I thought he did exactly what he was supposed to do. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, That's I it. <laughs> Basically an entertaining fight then. Yeah. I thought exactly I thought it was gonna be exact it turned out to be exactly what I thought it was gonna be, you know. Um I don't wanna sound bitter or anything like that, you know, but I don't person I don't think Nico is at that level, you know, of a guy like uh Vicente, you know what I mean? Skill wise, you know. Obviously, I fought him and he beat me, but I just don't think he's at that level, you know. But Vicente is is on that level, you know. Vicente is on a whole other level, you know, as far as when it comes to toughness, that grit, you know, coming forward throwing bombs, dangerous guy. All right, now stylistically, where do you feel like you're gonna shine against Vicente? Stylistically, I think I'm a stylistic nightmare for the dude, you know. Um, that Dutch style of just hands up coming forward, you know, that's American boxing, you know, my kind of style is that's a dangerous, that's a dangerous style, you know, to kind of go up against just coming forward, heavy pressure, hands up, you know, I got a long reach, you know, I'm very twitchy, you know, I got fast twitch with all my shit, you know, clean technique on the feet. I think on the feet, I'm going to shock a lot of people, actually. I think on the feet, this fight is not going to be as close as people think it is going to be, you know? Uh, I was saying, especially with, um, you know, just his style, especially with that power-based style, don't sitting on everything slow, you know, just marching forward, you know, it's a tough, it's tough, it's tough. I mean, people said the same thing with Barbarina when I fought Barbarina, I was the underdog, remember that? I was the underdog and, you know, I was going to get this and I was going to get that. A lot of people saying a lot of shit, but sorry, but, you know, styles make fights. And you see how that turned out. And they had fight of the year. <laughs> you know, they were back and forth. But obviously, they have a very similar style. They're warriors. You know, they're coming forward, throwing bombs at each other, nose to nose. You know, they both just, they clash. My style is a little different. So, going to make for a masterpiece, I think. Yeah, that's that's one interesting point is that Vicente, he is on, he's he's involved in these fight of the years all the time. He's in the, he's in these wars. Do you see this fight the same way? Do you want to be in a war? Or is it like, man, I'm staying away from the war. I'm trying to piece this dude up and get out of there fast. Um, wherever the fight takes place, wherever the fight takes place. I mean, my style personally doesn't. I don't want to say it doesn't allow for a war. Obviously, I've I've been in wars in the gym, but I've never yet to been in a a war in uh in the octagon. But styles make fights, man. That's all I say. Styles make fights, and I got a hell of a style. And I don't I don't know about a war. I think people said it was gonna be a war with. Barbarina, and they said it was gonna be, oh, either a bar or I was gonna get cooked in like a round or so. 
We saw how that turned out, right? Wally Alvarez, another guy. I was the underdog again. Supposed to get cooked in that fight. See how that turned out, you know? So I'm going to just bet on myself and go in and do what I do. I saw uh, your interview with James Lynch, and you said the media is underestimating you, and, and you kind of said that right now. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. as a professional athlete, how big of an effect do you think media has on the perception perception of an athlete? Oh, a lot. A lot. Obviously, it relies the athlete himself mm-hmm. um, has, you know, has more to do with his perception than the media. But the, def- the media definitely plays a part. Do you think, like, some you know, fighters, I guess, in, in the UFC, they kind of have a, a bad rap because certain people in the media just don't like them? You know, do you see that sometimes? No, like, certain people don't no. like certain people? I guess, but I, I don't see it. I don't see that. I mean, obviously, if if people don't like you, they're just not going to give you any shine on their shows, right? They're just not going to interview you, you know? Um, I just think that the media needs to look at things more objectively. You know, that, that was my thing. You look at things more, more objectively. Um, just have a better understanding of the sport. You know, some guys don't really have the understanding. You know, they just kind of just go off of what's trendy, you know, what's trending, not more so, you know, of a real educated standpoint, you know, of what's what when it comes to combat. It's more so just the entertainment spot, you know. That's all. Do you feel some media members, they're just too focused on guys that are in the top 10 and that's it? Absolutely. 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 Because... But that's what's going to get them. And I understand that. I know how, why it has to be that way in a way, because that's what's going to get them the views. You know what I mean? For they may be a guy that's really good from the technical standpoint. They're like, oh, man, this guy's amazing. Right. This guy is the next big thing. This guy's you. They're going to wait until everyone else catches up, you know, so that they can get the views, you know, rather than, you know, putting it out there on their own and saying, hey, this is the next guy, you know, and they don't want to risk being wrong. Now, you know, you debuted in 2016 with the UFC. Mm-hmm. It seems like you've grown muscu- muscularly, like you're bigger. Do you feel that? How, mu- how much? How many pounds have you put on since that time? Uh, a lot. <laughs> a lot. I put on about, I want to say maybe about 10 to 15 pounds of muscle since 2000, since 2016. Yeah, man, I'm, 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 I've gotten a lot stronger. I, I needed to get with... Uh, it was right before I fought Mickey Gall. I started working with uh, a strength and conditioning coach called over at Blocks Fitness. His name is Matt Mattis in Garden City. And the dude is a mad scientist, man. The dude is, he knows his shit, functional shit, functional training, things that are actually going to benefit me, you know, in my in the training camp or in the actual fight, you know. So, yeah, that, that, was, that, that was a huge turning point for me, you know, just being stronger because I was able to do all these things you know, all these athletic things and I was fast and I was moving and I was elusive and I was sharp and everyone's like, oh my God, this guy is, but then I'd get a guy will hold on to me. I'd be like, oh shit, I can't move. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've gotten stronger, worked on my, my, my wrestling and shit like that. And now, now it's a whole different animal in there. Now it's a whole different animal. So throughout the years, because of the strength, you can get out of positions that normally you weren't able to get out of. And, and it gives you more confidence, I guess, into, you know, going to the ground or wherever in the clinch, all of that, right? For sure, for sure. And now I can dictate, I have the ability now to dictate where the fight takes place, not only just through raw strength, but obviously I've been wrestling, working on my Greco, judo and all that shit. So I can dictate where the fight takes place, you know, you know, or if I'm, if I happen to get taken down, I'm able to, you know, work my way. I'm comfortable using my jujitsu on my back and deciding, hey, all right, it's time for me to stand up, <laughs> you know, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up, you know. All right, one last thing, man. Uh, the landscape of this division, man, there's so many 
good fighters, man, coming up, and there's a lot of contenders. Who do you think should fight uh, Usman next, man? Because it seems like this is a big debate right now. Is it Burns or is it Edwards? Who do you see? Man. Oh, we spoke about this on the podcast. Shit, man. Uh, Burns, bro. I think, I, think, I think Burns is more exciting. He's more current right now. All right. And that's that's that goes back to the whole media thing again. I feel like he he had great performances against, you know, Woodley and the top guys. And he was just a guy who's just ready to fight, man. No excuses. He's ready to go. Took fights on short notice. You know, I feel like it was just the other day. He wasn't even in the top 15, you know, and he got it done. He got it done and made his way up the rankings quick. And you got to respect that. But the other guy, uh, Leon Edwards, see that? You see that? Like I can't even remember it, right? Why? Because again, I just feel like he just doesn't he just I don't know, he he deserves it. I think when you talk about someone who deserves it more, he deserves it more. But when you want to look at entertainment factor, you're gonna go with Burns, you know, because of everything that's happened and it's all recent, it's fresh in your mind. But Edwards, I think he deserves it because it's like he's nine fight win streak, man. That's that's a hell of a thing, you know, at, at welterweight, you know, that's serious. And I don't know. I think I think he deserves it. I do think he deserves it. But Burns is hot right now. That's just that's just how it is. That's just how it is, man. You know, so I don't know. I couldn't tell you who. What I would what I would say is what I think is gonna happen. I think Burns is gonna get the title shot. And Edwards is gonna have the option to fight uh, Masvidal for a big money fight. And he has the option to either sit that out or take that fight. He'll probably take that fight. And the winner of that will fight for the title, whoever the champion is. I think that's how that's going to play out. Let's say you're in Edwards' position. Burns gets the title shot. Would you wait for the title shot after Burns fights, or would you take the Masvidal fight? I'd take the Masvidal fight. That's a big money fight. Money. That's a big money fight. And plus, bro. Three piece and a soda, son. Come on, bro. I can't. I can't. Revenge. I'm not letting that fly. I'm not letting that fly. I am not letting that fly. And you kind of feel bad for dude because like I feel yeah, like he, he didn't get his get chance break. to retaliate. Yo, though. he can't get. A, he didn't get a chance to retaliate. He just didn't. But he can't. Even him and Burns going back at it, going at it online, and it's like the trash talking is just like not there for him, bro. Like you know, he's British. It's like Americans don't respect British trash talk. It's just like. You know, even if it's unless you're Bisping, you know what I'm saying? It's just different. It's, so I feel like he had Burns like ate him up online, you know, and then people just shit on him, you know, fucking Kobe Covington calling him Leon Scott and shit. Like that was like a thing, you know what I mean? So I, I don't, it's hard. I, so you feel bad because he gets the shitty end of the stick, but it's, he, but he doesn't deserve that because of the work he's put in. But that goes to show you again, I'm going to go off on it. I'm going off on a tangent, but that goes to show you again, like, the state of the sport again it's not about being a martial artist and being humble like for me personally that shit goes out the window when i step in the octagon i use that in my daily life you know and i i learned that it's this is the entertainment business you got to show up and and fucking grab people's attention you know with your skills and whether it be your skills or whatever you know me personally i like to use my skills but sometimes you got to use you got to use your your your, your mouth Pause. <laughs> that is no doubt, man. There is this is a mixture of skills and you know entertainment and and everything, man. You got to be the total package once you once you get up there at the For top, sure. man. 
There's very rare. It's very rare that certain fighters get there and then they don't get involved in that. You know what I mean? Which Absolutely. Is, you have to. I think that era has passed. Do you feel like that era has passed a little bit? Yeah, it's gone. It's gone, bro. And then you have to be able to create your own narrative. Don't wait for the media to do it. You know, you need to do it. You need to do it with, with you know, with everything that you can, any way that you can, you know. And I'm learning that. And that, that's important. I wish I knew that earlier. <laughs> and, you know, you could hate Colby Covington all you want, but, man, that's he's a, a perfect example of someone that's that did fact. that. That's a fact. That is an absolute 100% fact. Yeah, he's a scumbag, but look, he did what, look what it did for him and his family, right? That yeah. when it, At the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Do you care about what anyone else has to say about you? No. Your family's good. You're good. That's what that's what you got into the sport for. All right, August first, man. You're back in back in the octagon in Las Vegas at the Apex. This is a fire matchup, man. I know any come on anybody that knows the sport, this they know it's a fire matchup, and uh, I'm oh, looking yeah. forward to this. And and you guys are both great guys too, man. I've talked to interviewed both you guys many times. Yeah, man. It's always he's good a nice guy. To you. We actually we actually up. trained. We actually trained once, you know. Wow. Back in the day. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll send you the picture after that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, trained, trained a while ago. Cool dude. 